On this episode, just fuck <laughs> this freaking game. Come listen. Mike, do you like the name Contra 3 The Alien Wars? Or how about Super Probotector The Alien Rebels? I do like the Alien Rebels on there, but definitely Alien. The Alien Wars. Yeah, that's much better. Alien Wars. Yeah, so it's in the PAL regions that they decided to change it up a little bit. And you actually got to be a robot. <laughs> oh, that's such an interesting change. I wonder if there was for graphical reasons. I don't I don't know. Or violent reasons against humans versus I just, that. I don't know. I just don't think people in Europe and South America are as enthused about aliens as us Americans are. <laughs> I mean, there were still aliens in the game. <laughs> oh, okay, fair point. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? We're doing it a little bit differently today. I'm not... An alien, but I am Michael. <laughs> and I'm Larry. And yes, this is very different. If you're a longtime listener, we don't have an intro monologue of any sort here. We literally just played and beat the game, and now we are recording it. Did we beat the game, or did it beat us? It's more of the question. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to make it through this one, I won't lie. I wanted to give up about eight different times. This is probably top tier, one of the hardest games I've ever played. Like, hands down. Well, I would actually argue, too, like, I know for sure it's the hardest game I've ever beaten. And, hey, you know what? This is probably props to you. Without you, I wouldn't have beaten it. <laughs> I would have given up. <laughs> you kept pushing me along. <laughs> yeah. If you've never played a Contra game, it is a 2D side-scroller that is just insanely hard. I don't know what the, what the cool part about a hard game is, especially in this one, you learn enemy placements and where to dodge and all that very, very quickly. Yeah, that's actually one of this game's saving graces for me. Because all the times that you're dying and restarting, you are having to be like, hey, let's try this. And I felt like I was the one. You were just better at the game overall, hands down. I have no problem admitting that. <laughs> but I felt like I was the one that found strategies to get past certain spots for us a little yeah, bit more often. Definitely. I was more... Yeah, I could handle the levels overall. There were certain parts where I was just like, man, I cannot get past this part. Well, if you think about it, I technically beat six or five out of the six bosses because I was dead for the first boss. <laughs> and I thought that trend was going to continue throughout the entire game. No. It didn't quite. And but there is definitely a difficulty spike in level th stage three. Stage three is, oh, oh my gosh, was that level Well, hard. but don't go too far ahead, though, because I actually think stage one's difficulty is a tone setter. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the switch to stage two, which we can talk about, is a top-down view for stage two. So wild. It, one, it takes you, I think, one or two deaths to kind of figure out the controls. Once you figure it out, I actually really, really like the switch, and, switch of pace. But yes, <laughs> zone or level three... I, I don't even know how many times we died on level yeah. three. I mean, going back to what you said, like stage one, we died within like three minutes, maybe not even. I was like, no, we just burned through three continues each or three lives each, and we got to a continue screen. And we're like, okay, this it, is going to be hard. And it is good to make sure people are aware. We did not use the Konami cheat code. Correct. We beat this game without using that. Now, we did, it's the ter correct term, save scuff or whatever. It's Same, called. save scumming or whatever. Scumming, so yeah. We, scuff. <laughs> we consistently got to stage three, and then we're just kind of like, you know what? No. So we <laughs> saved a, uh, a file right there and kept going from there. And 
we got there. But this game, we consider it beating the game. And if you don't, you elitist out there. And that's totally fine as well. You know, someday maybe I could do that, but <laughs> I was I actually, not ready. Uh, again, though, I don't. I can't imagine someone arguing that we didn't beat the game, though, because we still were able to beat every single boss. It just took us. There's a save mechanic in the game. Yeah. If that's not considered beating the game, then don't add it. Well, we played the Nintendo Switch Collection version, which has the save features built in. I'm sure the Super Nintendo original one that came out in 1992, by the way, did not have that, which a little rough. You know, the one thing that I would argue, though, is this is an example of a game with difficulty where once you figure out all the little secrets, I bet you people can fly through this game. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because there is absolutely like a hitbox, a spot you're supposed to sit. Uh, we can talk about the last boss. There is some randomization to that guy. Because oh <laughs> it feels like he, he's an example of a character. You just It's it, a dice roll. Yeah, because there's a couple times you're like, nope, you're screwed. You're gonna, <laughs> might as well retry. So we died a total of... Oh, sorry. This is how many continues we use. 131 continues. It, <laughs> on how long to beat it, it says it takes an hour and a half to beat this game. It took us four and a half hours. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Well, and again, it can't be said enough. So that's 100 and you said 31? Yeah. We each, You each have three lives. And there's times where, you know, we'd each get a level up or two. So, I, you know, minimum of 400 deaths total. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's upwards of that probably. Yeah. <laughs> and crazy. Just a stray stupid little bullet. And you're just like, how did that hit me? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but speaking of ridiculous. Yeah, speaking of ridiculous, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. I just did the math. We average about 88 deaths an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think safe to assume it's probably like of the 88 deaths an hour, I was probably dying about 50 of the time. I, I wouldn't. 38. So, yeah, I mean, depending on the stage, man, like yeah. stage three, I was dying way more than you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? So that's a lot of deaths. That's a lot of frustration. A lot of like, oh my gosh, what kept you besides myself pushing you through this game? What made you want to keep playing? What is enrapturing about Contra 3? Well, what makes me want to keep playing is you just didn't want to give up. <laughs> but no, it's actually what we just talked about. <clears throat> it's almost the mechanical nature of how you figure out the levels and the boss fights in this game that that's the gamified version of it. It's it's literally you're able to through trial and error. I think I said this to you while we were playing. This feels like a Souls-like in a small sense because the trial and error of dying over and over and over again, you're not getting stronger, but you're gaining knowledge of how to get past things. I mean, there was multiple times in the game where we would get to a portion. I'm like, how in the hell are we ever going to get past this? I'm like, Mike, I can't do this part. I, there's no way. But you slowly figure You're like, oh, that works or this works. In Especially part or stage three, there's a certain beginning part where we were dying so much. But then towards the end, we were flying through it because we got we knew how to get to this one part. Yep. But then that stonewalled us. It is this rinse and repeat, just trial and error. You learn enemies' positioning, where when they're going to attack, where they're shooting from, what direction, and all that comes into account when you're like, oh, I just got killed by that guy again, a stupid little dog. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> those dogs were so annoying. Because <laughs> it seemed like they always would actually Stage run one, at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After like the second garbage can that you went by, but I swear sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, always I know. That. There was some weird timing with that. But I will say this: there's something about this style of game in that era where I feel like most games today 
are built and designed with the idea that players are going to beat them. Now, most players don't beat games, but they're still designed that way. There's a little bit of hand-holding on the progression, things yeah. like that. This feels like the style of game that they built it to most people aren't going to beat it, and they know that. And so there's a level of satisfaction that as you get past the, oh, okay, that was freaking frustrating, but I got past it. That little bit kind of became a little addicting to me. And I was I would argue, based off timing, you know, there's a couple times where I'm like, hey, it's getting later here, bud. <laughs> but outside of that, once we got past that third level, I was like, okay, this is certainly a little addicting. I was very frustrated <laughs> with the third level to the point where I wanted to give up, I think, alone like four different times. Yeah. And I'm like... Mike, we're, we're just not going to be able to do this. Maybe we either don't record this episode or we just talk about how I wonder what the rest of the game's like. <laughs> but we got it. We got past it. And there's a level of satisfaction that I really have for saying I'm. we beat Contra That's or Contra 3. That's crazy. And I think what's weird about that is there's a lot of games in this style and era where I don't think I would ever play. This kind of makes me want to dabble a little bit more in this, but this style of game is usually not my go-to. Whether it's because of the difficulty or whether it's, I don't know, that like high score chasing, super hard difficult, well, we're well, almost cheap. But I would actually say though, hold on. So to that point though, would you have beaten this game by yourself? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I can 100% say that. Like if this was something we decided to do this season and we decided to play it separately... I can wholeheartedly let you know that probably at some point during episode or level one, I would have been like, I'm done. And <laughs> when we revealed our play times, it would have been like an hour and a half or two hours, maybe. And you would have been like, oh, so you, did you, you got stuck on the third level too, like me? No, nope, first level. So there was something about playing this cooperatively that was really fun for me. Yeah, you push, you push each other, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you were saying, I was better overall, but you had like these secret... Or like you could read the patterns a little bit better. Like there's some jumping things in this. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is terrible. Oh my gosh, yeah, the the swinging, the, the mechanics. Like that's the thing, right? Is the controls in this game actually? They're, I'm trying to decide. They're not bad. They're they're really they're fine. But there's quirky times where something happens. It it felt like there was always something off with the jumping. Like there was a delay. I don't know if that was on the controller front or the game. There were so many times me and you would just jump off a ledge when we were trying to jump up to another. Th and we we're like, no, that's not what I was <laughs> intending to do. Uh, or even those the swingy like, you know, levers where you kind of float and they rotate you around. There are times your character did not do what you wanted it to do always. And talk about co-op frustration. If you get up a certain level in elevation and oh. you, you drop down, the other player dies. Oh, my gosh. there That was stage three again. But again, and I feel like that's the only stage that you really dealt with that mm -hmm. uh, to an extreme. But again, the, the cruel part about it is there are enemies that either shoot or come at you that force you to need to jump. And that jump kills your partner <laughs> below you if they're waiting to jump up. <laughs> and yeah, that's terrible. I can't tell you how many times we would talk about, okay, don't do this, and then it would happen anyway. You just react <laughs> to the bullets coming at you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you think? Um, one, what's your favorite stage? We'll, we'll go through that. Uh, even though it's completely not what Contra is, I think it's the second stage. I had the most Dude, fun. I really with that like one. that stage. Like, too. I really, really enjoyed that stage. So it's literally top down. Like, think uh, probably the newest game that I can think of is Hotline Miami. Mm -hmm. Like that style. You're just 
you see the top of your character's head and you're just going around shooting. Well, and the, and the thing that's weird about it is the stages themselves, like, or at least the controls themselves at first are really jarring. But then once you figure out like with the bumpers how to rotate the camera, yeah, it's you, actually really well done. Yeah, it, you you turn with the bumpers. It's very yeah. strange. Uh, but, you know, to, the counterpoint to that is they do that again in the fourth level, correct? Fifth, or was it the fifth? Fifth. Fifth. Uh, I didn't like that one as much. I, that one was much more frustrating for me. Because <laughs> that would be an argument, right? I felt like I was the best at the second level. But I was like, I had to rely on you, you until the until one. the boss, yeah. and then the boss we counteracted, and then I figured the boss out. But yeah, I was god awful. I would that. say that's the easiest boss as well. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. Because you can cheese them with the just freezing. What the, again? So the point is for people who haven't played, that boss has a thing where your your character in enters it, and it's almost like a a whirlpool that you get your camera gets spun around. Yeah, which it's like is a bunch just, of sand that's rotating. Yeah, and my gosh, is that a fast that rotation? Lo- yeah. <laughs> But if you counteract that by spinning your character the opposite direction, it'll lock your screen in place. And if you can time that so you can go around the map and time that free so that you're pointed at the boss, it's pretty easy. And But yeah, that level in general, there's a whole bunch of small crevices. And I, I swear there's literally, it's 100% or zero for whether or not you're going to fall off or stay. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no wiggle room at all. And I just, I couldn't do that level. I would say my least favorite level, though, is stage four. The one you're on your bikes or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One that's just, I don't know if we're getting old. That was hard on the eyes, <laughs> the motion. I thought I was going to quit on that one, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I really like. But think about that sta- real quick, though. You go, like, you can tell this game to me is middle loaded. Stages three and four back to back are so dang rough. And yeah. I will say this if you're playing this game, if you can but make I do it- like stage three. Yeah, as a whole yeah, yeah. i'm but just saying so frustrating but, but what i'm getting at though is like if you as an individual can make it past stages three and four you're you're golden you'll you'll beat the game i think yeah like, I, well I well minus some rant we'll talk about it in the final <laughs> boss <laughs> but i i think my favorite levels is one two and i i, I think i think it's one and two one feels like the prototypical like when we started playing the game i was like this is when i think contra like, this is an example of the type of level that I just, in my head, I yeah. think about. Like, I don't know if I've ever played Contra. No, I, I haven't either, but it's just, I was like, okay, yep, this is what I expected. Which is why when season, or season two, <laughs> when level two hits, I was like, what is this? What else is in this game? I think it's such a cool change up, though. It made it more fresh, and that's why I did like stage four as a variety. It's different, but it just was my least favorite level that we played. But I, I would argue the boss in... Uh, level two could definitely it had one frustrating mechanic I-, I thought the boss fight as a whole was actually kind of fun but there were times where it would do like this dash that was a little unpredictable and if you weren't auto running back there were times where there's just nothing you can do you <laughs> it's just gonna keep hit moving. you yeah. teaching you to keep moving yep. yeah <laughs> so one thing i thought about this if this game if you had to press the shoot button i wouldn't be able to play it so, you know, in this game, you hold down the button and you just automatically shoot. You have infinite ammo. If you had to press that oh. every single time. Oh, my gosh. Well, no. that I mean, that just would not have worked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. You could, like, actually having to time your shots perfectly. Like, no. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I guess then that's a perfect transition. Speaking of the guns, did you have a favorite upgrade? Ooh, I think I like the heat-seeking rockets the best. I think that was kind of my go-to. 
And I really like the flamethrower. <laughs> oh yeah, well, gosh. yeah. You know, you know, the thing that I actually would argue is the one that I always felt the strong, like whenever I got it, I felt the safest minus in boss fights was the spread shot. Oh yeah, the three, every like the three yeah, red balls. It would shoot the yeah. three. Yeah, every time I got that, I was like, okay, I feel powerful now. But you know, the sneaky powerful one, even though it's terrible outside of boss fights, is the laser. Yeah, cause, just because it has a. Well, even I feel like, and someone could probably clarify. There's the laser in there. I think it's the ice ones, or yeah, the sea pickup. The sea, I don't know what it's called. Cold. Uh, or it's, I assume it's just cold or commando, or I don't know. It probably has a name that should be obvious that I'm just not thinking of. That thing was very strong. Very strong. Yeah, we found that out on the last boss. And we're like, oh, he's getting <laughs> <laughs> going to his next form real quick, dude. Uh, dude. Well, yeah, and then there's the 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 shield you can pick up that is really really rare that it pops up and then it always feels like it pops up on a point that's useless yeah there's like one i actually spot. don't even understand why that's in the game <laughs> yeah neither do I. there's one spot where it was useful on the stage three uh where i like tanked some rocket hits but i feel like it was in state was it stage one it it was in one of the levels it pops up in the beginning very beginning and you maybe encounter like one or two enemies before it wears i, I just didn't understand yeah, i think that's a useless item but i feel like it's like it almost feels like it got added in error <laughs> i don't think so there's some cool graphics with it i'll give you that yeah but okay last level i guess we just have to talk about that though what did you think just because one thing that's deceiving about the last level is the amount of mini bosses in it I felt like it was more than the rest of the levels. Or am I wrong? Uh, stage 3 had a lot of bosses. I don't know. And that UFO, it had the drill twice, I guess. And oh, I, had the oh, two. I forgot we did fight the drill twice. Yeah. And then you had the two robots that hang in and turn into a little robot. And then the one crawls, or the big oh my, one yeah. crawls. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that, three, I, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the two drills. But, yeah, yeah that scene where... You're just so happy you beat them too, and then you find out that there's another. <laughs> I was like, after. "Oh come on!" <laughs> that is that is tough. That is yeah. That that was gosh. Stage three was rough. Obviously, this game has inspiration from the movie Aliens. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a lot, of, especially the last stage, the Xenomorph. It definitely looks like that. All the texture. I want to say the last boss kind of reminds reminds me of an Alien Queen a little bit, but. Definitely some Terminator and Aliens vibes going on here. Yeah, a lot of Terminator vibes. I'll give you that. Especially with the, the third level, the boss. Like that, you felt like you were fighting that. I think I, I even said, I was like, oh, this is T2 vibes, and you corrected me to T1. T1 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the big guy comes through, and you're like, oh, okay, that's different. <laughs> so the last boss, I think, is a good last boss battle, I would say. Except well, it's memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way. So how would you describe it? Well, there, there's two forms, right? There's So first you start off with, it's basically, there's a face in the middle. It's like a demon type scaly dinosaur thing. <laughs> Good way and, to describe it. And then it has two arms on the sides. And so basically, as soon as the level starts off, you are tasked with, you have to destroy these. Because they come out, they're like snake-like arms. Yeah. And I swear there is no programming to how they're supposed, where they go. Because yeah, sometimes you're like... Okay, it's going to go... Okay, nope, nope, never mind. Straight down, kills you. And I'm convinced there's literally the one time if you are on the right side of the screen and your partner doesn't kill the one on the left side of the screen, one out of like four times, it decides to... It doesn't matter how much you shoot at it. It just decides to extend all the way across and there's nothing you can do. I don't... Even it just if kills you, you laid prone, I don't think you could dodge it. No, no. It, it was just ridiculous. And so that was the interesting level where I had the cold bullets or whatever they are and charged bullets and they would just i think it was only in like four or five shots would kill 
my mm-hmm. side. And so then I would start shooting yours. And so it took us, I think, two or three tries. And we're like, here, this is how we're going to start. I'll be on the right side. You're on the left side. Shoot straight up as soon as the boss shows up. Took care of that. Then you had to fight the actual boss himself, his head. And yeah, so when the arms are dead, then aliens can come dropping out yep. on each side. So I would generally be tasked with the flamethrower, killing them from side to side while he just kept shooting yeah, up and, at the and main that was, enemy. That was another trial and error. We found out, yeah, since typically, as long as we did it right, he still had the flamethrower <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and so, yeah, enemies can drop from both the left and right side. I would aim straight up and just shoot at the boss, and then you would just take care of everybody else. Oh, my gosh. But before we got that that stupid ramming into the wall boss, <laughs> drove us absolutely like the, insane. Like the robotic pterodactyl yeah. weird drill oh. thing. Because yeah. it had this move where you would shoot it in the face it would like uncover its face and like oh, a human face. I forgot about that. I assume it's like a possessed human or something. I'm not yeah. exactly sure what's going on there. But then it would shoot a bunch of stuff into the air and you, it comes down, rains down think of like fireballs from like Super Mario or something like that. And you'd have to dodge those. And trying to dodge those without getting hit was a chore. But we needed full power-ups to go to the final boss. And I think you probably are, your head went kind of crazy for a second there because you were like, when I said pterodactyl thing, I was actually talking about the one even right before that where he does the ramming where you're on the wall scaling. (laughs) (laughs) That's after that. Oh, it is after that. And it, that fight, the thing that was just completely bogus and ridiculous about that fight is... The first stage is actually not that bad once you start figuring out the patterns. It's when he does this weird teleport thing, and you have to, like, scale up and start sliding back down and shoot at him... Before he appears. Before he appears, because otherwise he gets his tail and blocks your shot, so you can't do any damage. <laughs> and it's, it is the most aggravating thing to watch, because usually only one of us was alive for a lot of it. And so, like, one of us would just pull out our phone, because it was, it was just this period of, like, scaling up and down, up Trying and down. Trying to learn until, those yeah. boss patterns between those two before you get to the final boss. But yeah, so frustrating. But yeah, no, that's right. That The guy that, like, does, yeah, the ram into the wall and then just shoots up, and you have to try and dodge all the falling projectiles... And then right at the end of the projectiles, he spews something out. So you have to time it both right. It's ridiculous. But But we got to the point where we would be able to beat him without getting hit. And then I was like, okay, now we just got to survive the next boss (laughs) without getting hit. We we got there. We got there. And then, yeah, with the final boss, like we talked about the first stage. But of course, like with all these style of games, once you think you win, you're kind of like, I bet you there's something else. And And so then he turns into his brain. Brain with an eye, floating and like red meat. <laughs> this is the most BS boss fight because it there's it's there's RNG attached to it. So basically, the what happens is he sits in the middle, and there's all these like think of it almost like Mario Kart sixty four style boxes <laughs> that float around him, and you have to shoot. And the one that you select, and it happens fast enough that I. I'm convinced there's no way you can time that right. We tried. Uh, I felt like I was kind of successful. I was like, I need to hit this now. And once in a while it would work, but other times we're like, all right, we're just going to go. <laughs> but whatever you pick, I would consider it more of an orb. It then takes that orb and does a move set. So, for instance, there's this one that it's a blue ball, and then it'll summon a bunch of blue balls that bounce around, and you have to do enough damage for him to switch out to another stage. I mean, form. And so there are some that are we like to do. So the blue balls 
which is a funny term. But that one was okay, but it was kind of hard to dodge. But sometimes we could make it through without. Okay, it. No, that hit. one was terrible. Yeah, no, I thought it was all right. There's one time I didn't make it, didn't get hit. So I don't I think that. I ever not got hit by that one. There is a terrible one. We'll call it the snowball. It's a white orb, and the boss sits on the right side of the screen and has two rotating orbs, like going one after another towards the left side of the screen. And the gap between them... No, they're not orbs. They're basically like two Geodudes. Snowballs. White snowballs. Just going boop, boop, boop. To me, it looks like stones. Yeah, but like, regardless, it, it literally, it's impossible. I'm convinced there's no way. The gap <laughs> is so small between them. We have no idea how you jump, so we always died on that one. So if we ever got that one, we're like, well, well this is game over. Here we go. Nope. And then there was... My favorite was the spiky one. So it... It would throw down spikes, but it also throw down power-ups and bombs. For yeah, some I always said that was like our America's Fourth of July celebration <laughs> one because there was so much going on. I would constantly just blow bombs <laughs> off. Yeah, I was like, "This is great." <laughs> so yeah, that one was always good. There was the I always thought the easy one too was he would like the brain would get brains a, a barrier of brains around him, <laughs> yeah, and he would never go far enough to hit either of you if you just sat on the sides. So it was so like just, free shooting. Yeah, you just. Pointed at a diagonal and just yep. unloaded, and that was great. That was our favorite. Probably. Yeah, that, that was good. And then there was there was the other BS one was uh, the snake. The snake. Because my gosh, I feel like there was like one or two times where we figured it out. I think I know what you need to do. So it think of this long coil that does uh, up and down all the way across the screen on the bottom. Yeah, and you're supposed to like I think lay prone in the little gaps, but it slowly switches so you positions. Have, yeah, you have to almost, like, you're laying down, but then you have to crawl forward. Or something like but that. But you can't, can't. You can't crawl, so you have to get up real quick, move, and then get back down again. <laughs> we couldn't get the it's timing ridiculous. down at all. Yeah. Well, because you're stressed playing <laughs> yeah. the whole time. And then there was the, the leg walking one. Remember, it would have the two legs, and it would just walk back and forth, and you literally could just sit on the edges of each side, too. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of the... What is that creature? I think it's in... Yeah, it's in uh, Super Mario... Like, you would go, whoop, and you hit the block in the middle. It was kind of oh, like that. okay. But if you stayed over onto the far right or left side, you it wouldn't, wouldn't be able to yep. hit you. Just so that was, another one, that was another one you could do damage to it. So there was, again, it was a couple that you could do pretty well, and then there were some that were just complete BS. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you beat it. And yeah. if you got all those all the time, be like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and for our final time, it was basic. I remember that I, we just blasted the living crap out of them because we got... I think it was three in a row where we were like, holy crap, we're actually doing pretty good. I ended up getting hit, lost my main gun on on my uh, revive, but I just kept, I remember I knew I was going to die, but I had like a two second window because I think it was like the rock one we got, even on the final time. And I was like, you still had like two or three lives left. So I just said, screw it. I don't even care about dodging. And I just unloaded on them. And so then I eventually died and it was just enough where you were able to get them. Take em. them down. Yeah. So, on oh. normal difficulty, I cannot imagine playing this on a higher difficulty. My gosh. Do, do we even know, like, what do they do? Is there more enemies? Do they hit harder? I, I don't mean, really. There's yeah. not really, like, yeah, a, we didn't research because I, I do know there's a different ending. So it changes up the ending, but okay. I was satisfied with this ending. But after he was, like, blowing up in flames, I was like, is he going to do a third and final form again? But he didn't, thankfully. And I was like, okay, good. that's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I will just forever say. I don't care what anyone says. It, you know, we did. We beat it the way we beat it. I will forever always say we beat Contra three. Yeah. So I feel that's in my it. book of really, really good accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do feel accomplished after finishing this. Like it was a grind to get there. Four and a half hours of whew, 
Well, so my question then real quick is, does this make you want to play another really difficult game to see if you can beat it? So I've beaten, I think, hard games. I, I consider Elden Ring, Dark Souls, those are hard games. Celeste is very hard. So I've beaten a few that I would consider very difficult. It doesn't make me want to, but I feel like if it's co-op, maybe. I don't know if I could do it off, do it myself. So the way that I would say it is, I feel like I have maybe room in my video game diet to do something like this maybe once every 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have to be co-op. And, I, you know, you brought up the Celeste thing. It's That is a very difficult game. I beat it as well. So that's one of the harder games I've ever beaten. It doesn't even feel like there's like a, a massive gap. There's a, it's a different kind of difficulty. And I feel like that one you save from room to yeah. room to yep. room. So it has a different feel to it. It's still very difficult to get yes. through those areas, but it's scaled down to a smaller portion where this one is just, my gosh, this game's unforgiving. It's ridiculous. One straight stupid little bullet and you're like, Rah! Yeah, well, and it just feels, because there's so much, you always know that you're just one hit from dying all the time. It's constant that, too. Yeah. So that there's a lot of times you know what you're supposed to do, but if something's slightly different, and honestly, to think about it, if your co-op partner does something a little awkward or doesn't do something you think they were going to do, it then throws your entire plan off. And so there's always these micro moments of stress jumping and freaking out, and it ends up getting you killed. And like I said earlier, it is nonstop. The enemies never stop coming, so you have to figure out a way to get through them. There's a part on stage six where there's so many enemies. I was like, we just got to like run and keep going, and that was the strategy to get past a certain part. Yeah, and it, maybe it's ridiculous. It just shows you this isn't a planned episode. Maybe it's ridiculous that it's taken me this long to say this, but that is another important thing to remember. A lot of the times, you're trying to make it through certain parts to get to a boss fight with the good power-up. When you die and use one of your lives, you spawn with the default weapon. Which isn't bad. Let which me. isn't bad, but you lose a lot of firepower. And so a lot of the times when these crazy things are happening in levels, you're not necessarily trying to figure out how to kill everybody. You're just trying to figure out how to get past it so you can keep your weapon without dying. Because your normal gun can make you through the entire level. It's getting to surviving the boss fights is much, much harder. Yeah. And there's certain parts where I would want a different gun like the flamethrower or something else or the heat seeking rockets are amazing well and that that's the thing right there's actually i would argue like your starting gun is better for just fighting mobs uh outside of like maybe the spread shot and the heat seeking but then there's certain bosses where the laser the i'm gonna call it charged but i think it's ice i don't know cold those ones are unbelievably strong but they suck on regular enemies <laughs> and the thing about that too with Especially the laser, it takes a little bit longer to start charging. Well, I feel like the, the charge one also. Same. Is, yeah. And the thing about it is when you turn, you stop shooting. And so when you see an enemy coming up behind you and you turn, there's a delay into when you can start shooting again. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. But you, it's, it's the game and how they code it. And it's not, it's more like user error. You learn the patterns and yep. you learn everything. I don't. There's only like, which is weird. I feel like there's only one spot where I felt it was super cheap the first time playing a level. And that's in stage four where that rocket comes down and just blasts you. I felt like that was kind of cheap. But besides that, like that, I don't know how you'd prepare for that if that was your first time playing a level. Like it immediately killed us both. I think that one's actually funny you brought that up because I remember when that happened, 
looking at you, that was the first time that I just genuinely could see you were like, this is BS. <laughs> like, you know, so much of the game's ridiculous, but you were genuinely upset at that part. Because you were like, that's not fair. <laughs> Stuck with me. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you, you know, something actually I'd be curious about then. If you had to, like, out of the a scale of, like, 1 to 10, where would you put the, a game like this? Where, where would you put it? You know, that's hard because obviously we yes, played it. Yes, it is definitely hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, we played it co-op. We played it. Well, no. There's... So put that into perspective, though. Okay. Um. You know, honestly, I feel like it's like an eight. Like it's a solid, fun experience. Even how frustrating it is, I enjoyed the level variety. I enjoyed the boss variety. Yeah, I, I thought it was a fun experience. You. Know, it's really funny. I I was thinking about this. If we would have stopped at stage three. I think, you know, this is like, uh, because there was still, even with stages one and two, the fulfillment of getting past it and just the enjoyment of playing with you and having fun. I was in my head thinking like six and a half to seven, but it's funny when, before I asked you the question, I was thinking eight. That's what I was going to say to myself. It's, it is a good solid game, but I think the reward factor of beating it is part of the experience itself. And yeah, it beats you down. I mean, you saw the deaths. Like, we averaged close to 100 deaths an hour playing this game. Uh, there were probably times, probably even more than that, because that's not factoring in the times we had three or four or five lives. Uh, so the deaths are insane. But, yeah, that was that was absolutely a fun experience. And so, yeah, I, I think 7.5 to 8 out of 10 would be where I'd put it as well. Yeah. So that is Contra 3, The Alien Wars from 1992. I never thought we would end up doing this game. It actually came in slotted much later than we were planning, but it opened my eyes to, yeah, games were very hard back then. But you know, if you want a frustrating, challenging, but slightly rewarding experience, I think you should give this game a shot. Yeah.